book four chapters ten and eleven of the consoling thoughts of st francis de sales by jean joseph Huguet. this librivox recording is in the public domain book four consoling thoughts on eternity chapter ten how agreeable it will be to parents and friends to meet again and converse together in heaven all the blessed know one another in heaven and by their names as the gospel gives us to understand since in the little specimen of it which our lord was pleased to show on tabor to his apostles he wished that they should know moses and elias whom they had never seen before but if it is thus what contentment shall we receive in meeting again with those whom we have so dearly loved in this life where we shall even know the new christians who are now being converted to the faith in the indies in japan at the antipodes and holy friendships commenced for god in this life will be continued in the next forever we shall love particular persons but these particular friendships will not give rise to particularities for all our friendships will take their origin in the charity of god who guiding them all will dispose that we shall love every blessed soul with that pure love with which we ourselves shall be loved by the divine goodness o god what consolation shall we derive from the celestial conversation that we shall hold one with another there our good angels will afford us a consolation greater than can be told or conceived when they will introduce themselves to us and represent to us so lovingly the care they had of our salvation during the course of our mortal life reminding us of the holy inspirations which they brought us as a sacred milk which they had drawn from the bosom of the divine beauty to gain us to the pursuit of those divine sweetnesses in which we shall then rejoice do you not remember they will say to us such an inspiration that i brought you at such a time reading such a book listening to such a sermon looking on such an image as happened to st mary of egypt an inspiration that incited you to be converted to our lord and was the ground of your predestination o god will not our hearts be then plunged in unutterable happiness but besides every one of the blessed will have a particular intercourse with the others according to his rank and dignity st augustine expressed a wish one day that he could see rome exulting in a glorious triumph st paul preaching or our lord conversing among the people healing the sick and performing various miracles o god what consolation for this great saint to see the celestial jerusalem rejoicing in its divine triumph and the great apostle st paul intoning with wondrous melody those praises which he will forever sing to the divine majesty in heaven but what an excess of consolation for st augustine to see the perpetual miracle of the felicity of the blessed performed by our lord having raised us from the dead imagine the pleasant conversation which these two saints will have with each other 
St. Paul saying to St. Augustine, My dear brother, do you not remember that while reading my epistle you were touched with such an inspiration which solicited you to be converted, an inspiration which I had obtained from the mercy of our good God by the prayers I made for you at the same time when you were reading what I had written? Will not the heart of this Holy Father be then inundated with ineffable sweetness? O God, what a consolation shall we receive, being in heaven, when we shall see the blessed face of Our Lady, all inflamed with the love of God. And if St. Elizabeth was transported with joy and delight, when one day, being visited by her, she heard Our Lady intone the sacred canticle, magnificat anima mea dominum how much more will our minds and hearts thrill with unspeakable rapture when we shall hear intoned by this divine cantatrice the beautiful songs of everlasting love o god what sweet melody undoubtedly we shall faint away in inconceivable joys but you will say to me since we shall converse with all those who will be in the heavenly jerusalem what shall we say of what shall we speak what will be the subject of our intercourse o oh god what the subject it will be of the mercy of god to us here below by which he rendered us capable of entering into the enjoyment of a blessed felicity in which the soul will have nothing more to desire for under the name of felicity are comprised all kinds of goods which yet are one only good consisting in the enjoyment of god but again of what shall we treat in our conversation of the death and passion of our lord do we not learn it in the transfiguration where he speaks of nothing so much as of the excess he should accomplish in jerusalem an excess no other than the death of this divine saviour oh if we could comprehend what a consolation the blessed feel in speaking of this death how much our souls would delight in thinking of it let us pass still further i pray you and say something of the honour we shall have in speaking to our lord himself oh here indeed our felicity will take an amazing increase what shall we do dear souls what will become of us i ask you when we shall see the most adorable and amiable heart of our divine master through the sacred wound of his side all burning with the love he bears us a heart in which we shall see our names written in letters of love oh is it possible we shall then say to our divine saviour that thou hast loved us so much as to engrave our very names on thy heart and thy hands still it is most true the prophet isaiah speaking in the person of our lord says though a mother should forget the child which she has born in her womb yet i will never forget thee for i have engraven thy name on my hands but our lord improving on these words will say to us not only have i engraven thy name on my hands but also on my heart a subject indeed of the greatest consolation 
to see that we are so dearly beloved by our lord and that he always carries us in his heart oh what wonderful delight for every one of the blessed spirits when they will see in this most sacred and adorable heart the thoughts of peace which he had for them even at the hour of his passion thoughts by which he prepared for us not only the principal means of our salvation but also in particular with admirable goodness all the divine attractions and holy inspirations by which this sweetest saviour would draw us to his love will not this sight this consideration which we shall make on the sacred love of our sovereign master by whom we have been so fondly and so ardently loved inflame our hearts with unparalleled love and affection what ought we not to do in order to enjoy such exquisite and ineffable happiness if during this mortal life when we hear that which we love spoken of we find so much contentment that we can scarcely cease from thinking of it what joy and what jubilation shall we feel when we hear resounding through the courts of heaven the loud praises of the divine majesty whom we ought to love and shall then love more than it is possible for us to express or comprehend and if during this life we take so much pleasure in the mere thought of eternal felicity how much more pleasure shall we feel in the enjoyment of this same felicity a felicity which will never have an end a glory which will continue forever without the possibility of our being ejected from it oh how much this security will increase our bliss and our consolation let us then walk gaily and joyously amid the difficulties of this transitory life let us with open arms embrace mortifications pains and afflictions if we meet them on our way since we are assured that these pains will have an end and that they will terminate with our life after which there will be nothing more left but joy and everlasting contentments and consolations believe me to live content during this pilgrimage we must keep before our eyes the hope of arriving safely in our country where we shall abide for ever and in the meantime steadfastly hope for it is true that god who calls us to himself regards us as we advance and will never permit anything to happen to us unless it be for our greater good he knows what we are and will keep his paternal hand over us that nothing may arrest our course my god what consolation i feel in the expectation of beholding us all united in the will of loving and praising god let divine providence conduct us wherever it pleases i have a firm hope and assurance that we shall reach the end safely god be praised i have this confidence let us be joyous in the service of the divine majesty let us be joyous without thoughtlessness and confident without ignorance chapter eleven we should hope to go to heaven and if these goods are true 
why o oh worldlings do you turn aside from this glorious residence why do you abandon the sovereign happiness oh would it not be better to aspire after a day of delicious peace to retrace your steps towards the path of virtue to seek an eternal repose to travel towards the holy land that has been promised you than to wallow in the mire of sin and to live in the dark atmosphere of the society of the wicked the whole world invites you to paradise your good angel presses you with all his strength offering you on god's part a thousand helps a thousand graces jesus christ from the summit of heaven looks down lovingly upon you and sweetly invites you to the throne of glory which he has prepared for you in the abundance of his mercy the blessed virgin urges you maternally the saints millions of holy souls exhort you affectionately and assure you that the way of virtue is not so difficult as the world says it is will you not accept the favors of heaven will you not correspond with the attractions and inspirations that are presented to you oh how often we ought at least on great feasts to keep our minds fixed on the heavenly jerusalem the glorious city of god where we shall hear his praises ringing from the sweet voices of an endless multitude of saints and inquiring of them how they arrived there we shall learn that the apostles went chiefly by love the martyrs by constancy the doctors by meditation the confessors by mortification the virgins by purity of body and soul and all in general by humility god would not have given us souls capable of contemplating and desiring this holy eternity if he had not intended to bestow on us the means of obtaining it hence then let our hearts be filled with a sweet confidence and let us say we shall do sufficient no not we but the grace of god with us the more powerful and pressing this desire will be in us the more enjoyment and contentment will its fulfilment one day bring us god be praised i have this firm confidence in the depths of my heart that we shall live for ever with god we shall one day be all together in heaven we must take courage we shall soon be there and what would our lord do with his eternal life if he would not bestow it on poor and contemptible creatures like us who have no hope but in his sovereign goodness oh my god what a consolation i find in the assurance that my heart will be eternally abyssed in the love of the heart of jesus let providence conduct us whithersoever it pleases what matter we shall arrive safely in the harbour adieu of st francis de sales to the pious reader it is with all my heart i say the word adieu to god adieu may you ever be long in this mortal life serving him faithfully in the midst of the pains we all have in carrying our crosses and in the immortal life blessing him eternally with all the celestial court the greater good of our souls 
is to be with god and the greatest good to be with god alone he who is with god alone is never sad unless for having offended god and his sadness then consists in a profound but tranquil and peaceful humility and submission after which he rises again in the divine goodness by a sweet and perfect confidence without chagrin or vexation he who is with god alone seeks only god and because god is no less in tribulation than in prosperity he remains in peace during times of adversity he who is with god alone thinks often of him in the midst of the occupations of this life he who is with god alone would be glad that every one should know he wishes to serve god and to be engaged in exercises suitable to keep him united to god live then entirely to god desire only to please him and to please creatures only in him and for him what greater blessing can i wish you thus then by this continual wish i make for your soul i say adieu to god let us belong without end without reserve without measure as he is ours forever may we always unite our little crosses with his great one to god let us live and to god without anything more since out of him and without him we seek for nothing no not even for ourselves who indeed out of him and without him are only true nothings adieu i desire for you the abundance of divine love which is and will be forever the only good of our hearts given to us only for him who has given his heart entirely to us let jesus be our crown let mary be our hope i am in the name of the son and the mother sincerely yours francis de sales end of book four